Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for Thursday, the 10th of November. Flyers are back in action tonight in Columbus. One-off road trip to Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets, who right now have the 32nd ranked points percentage in the NHL. Back on free agency day when the Blue Jackets signed Johnny Gaudreau, I don't think they imagined they'd be in this spot to start the season. And, I mean, through 12 games, a record of 3-9, and nine, six points in the standings, not only in the bottom spot, but in the bottom spot early by four points behind a Penguins team that has lost seven straight, behind a Capitals team that has 14 points and is 6-6-2, six, six, and two. And they're just off to a horrific start. They cannot keep the puck out of their net. They are minus 25 through 12 games. Minus 25 in goal differential. By co- by contrast with the Flyers, it's also through 12 games. A record of 7-3-2. and two. Flyers are plus 4 in goal differential. And we know the Flyers, with the exception of the St. Louis game, have been a team that has struggled to score. The Blue Jackets right now, like I said, 32nd in the NHL in points percentage at .250. Their power play with Gaudreau and one of the great snipers in the game, one of the great releases of the puck in the game, Patrick Laine, is clicking at 6.1%. That's the worst in the league. The second worst power play percentage in the league is Anaheim, clicking at 5.3% higher than the 6.1% of Columbus. Now, Jake Voracek not in the lineup. He's out on concussion protocol. But 6.1% is a staggering number. Staggering number. Florida Panthers, another one too. I mean, 13% right now at this point in the NHL season. Flyers improved on the power play. 19.5%, 22nd in the NHL. Flyers penalty kill right now, 82.9%. Where does that 82.9% rank in the NHL? I mean, that game against the other night against Ottawa, killing off the four-plus power plays in the uh, second period was the catalyst to victory. The Flyers' PK was horrific last season. This year, 82.9% has them eighth in the league, just one-tenth of a point behind the seventh-place Nashville Predators. And when you look at the opposition tonight, we're talking about the Columbus Blue Jackets, who, like I said, cannot keep the puck out of their net. They are killing penalties at 79 flat, 14th in the NHL. Not too bad. But when it comes to goals allowed per game, only one team is giving up more goals per game than the Columbus Blue Jackets, and that's the Anaheim Ducks. Ducks are giving up 4.62 goals per game. And just behind them is the Columbus Blue Jackets at 4.58 goals per game. When you're giving up four and a half goals per game, that, that's going to lead you right to that record of three and nine. You cannot have success in the NHL giving up four and a half goals per game. They're only scoring two and a half goals per game, 2.50 goals per game for Columbus. So they're the second worst team in goals allowed and only one team is scoring less per game than the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's the opponent from Tuesday. The St. Louis Blues are 2.09 goals per game, and Columbus 2.5 goals per game. Flyers, unbelievably, 28th in the NHL at 2.75 goals per game, but are only giving up 2.42 
goals per game. That's the reason why their record is where it is. There's only the Vegas Golden Knights, the Winnipeg Jets, the Boston Bruins ahead of the Flyers in goals allowed per games played. Now, a lot of that's on the back of great goaltending from Carter Hart. Real good performance in last game from Felix Sandstrom. We'll see if Hart is able to be back tonight dealing with the illness. Sandstrom gave him a good start on Tuesday against St. Louis, picking up his first NHL win, that 5-1 win. Got some run support, too, which is great. And uh, we'll see who is able to go tonight. And, you know, I brought up points percentage before in regards to Columbus having the lowest points percentage in the NHL. And we talked about it on yesterday's episode. With the win over the Blues, the Flyers' points percentage now, 0.667. This is still early in the season. They've only played 12 games. They have a record of 7-3-2. And And it's actually a record that they had last year at this time as well. Uh, 0.667 points percentage, sixth in the NHL. Vegas, Boston, New Jersey, Winnipeg, Carolina, and then the Flyers. Then it comes Dallas, who we'll see on Sunday. Detroit, Seattle, having a pretty good season with Dave Hackstall behind the bench. Uh, The New York Islanders, Toronto Maple Leafs, Colorado, Tampa, Florida, Edmonton, Kings, Buffalo, Rangers, Calgary, and Blackhawks. That's the top 20. The Flyers' sixth right now. Now, with that said, 12 games in to this season, is, is it time to start changing expectations? Is it time to set a higher level of expectation when it comes to record? I'm not there yet. It's only 12 games in. A lot of those wins were on the back of really good goaltending from Carter Hart. The process in a lot of those wins was not great. It was good, I think, in the Ottawa game, the process. And the process was their best process game by by far against St. Louis. St. Louis is a wounded animal right now. They've lost eight straight. They were on a back-to-back. But through 12 games, 7-3-2, six highest uh, uh, points percentage in the NHL, I'm not changing anything yet. I don't know what it's going to take for me to change an expectation if this continues, this record and this, you know, the way they're playing, if it if the process continues like it did against Ottawa and St. Louis and they continue to win, then I may start to think about it around mid-December. But when you look at the schedule right now, we've talked about this week that they're in the midst of right now. They had Ottawa on Saturday. They got the win. They had St. Louis, who came in losing seven straight and playing the second half of a back-to-back. They took care of business, got a 5-1 win. Tonight, it's Columbus with that .250 points percentage lowest in the NHL. And then Saturday, back home, 1 o'clock, against the Ottawa Senators, Claude Giroux's first game back at Wells Fargo Center. And then Sunday, they'll take on the Dallas Stars. So it's not a murderer's row of opponents this week. It's Dallas' best team by far, 8-4-1 on the season, 17 points, tied for the top spot in the Central Division of the Western Conference. Then the week after, again, you get Columbus again on the road, Tuesday the 15th. Then you go to Boston. That's obviously a very tough matchup. Boston right now, 11-2. 22 points already in 13 games played. Then it's to Montreal. Not particularly a great opponent. They're off to a decent start-ish, I guess. Record of 500, 6-6-1. Then it's home versus Calgary. Calgary, good team. A lot of changes in Calgary. They're off to a bit of a, a scruffy start. A team that has got some 
pretty high expectations. Hasn't really hit the ground running with Huberto there yet. The loss of Kachuk, obviously loss of Johnny Gaudreau, 5-5-2. Five, five, and two. But they're, they're a pretty good team. And then it's at Washington, who right now is struggling. A record of 6-6-2, six, six, 14 points, sitting in the sixth spot in the Metropolitan Division. So you get Washington on the road. And then you get Pittsburgh on Black Friday. Pittsburgh's lost seven straight, a record of 4-6-2. and two. 10 points now through 12 games. The Flyers have played 12 games as well. They're six points up on the Penguins. Is this finally the year? Is it finally here, the year when Father Time catches up with both the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins? We've been saying this time has been coming forever. The credit card bills come and due with tons of interest. Crosby, Malkin, Latang with the Penguins. With Washington, Ovechkin, Carlson, and Backstrom, are they finally going to drop off and not be playoff teams? It's still too early for me to say that. I mean, there's been some questioning about Mike Sullivan's job and his future in Pittsburgh. Lost seven straight. They got off to a really good start to the season. And then all of a sudden, they've hit a brick wall. Washington, the sixth place team in the division, the Penguins, the seventh place team in the division, and the Columbus Blue Jackets the eighth-place team in the division. Devils at the top, Islanders. Neither of those teams made the playoffs last year. Devils only finished two points ahead of the Flyers. Islanders missed out last year as well after going to the conference final two years in a row. Carolina, 17 points. They're legit. Record of 8-3-1 and one through 12 games. Only one point up on the Flyers through 12 games. The Rangers, one point back of the Flyers, but have played two more games. So, I mean, after that Pittsburgh game on Black Friday... Then you get the Islanders for a home-and-home on the 26th and 29th of November. The schedule is not a murderer's row, although there are some division games in there in the month of November, and those are always tough. And teams like Pittsburgh and Washington and the Islanders are teams that, whenever you play each other, no matter what the state of your franchise is, can be really close and tough games. We'll see. But this schedule in November doesn't look particularly daunting. Can the Flyers take this beyond Thanksgiving? Because we know what that American Thanksgiving date has meant in the NHL. It's a date that if you're in playoff position in the NHL at American Thanksgiving, like 80%, 85% of those teams end up making the postseason. And if you're not a playoff team at American Thanksgiving, very rare to make the playoffs. So I'm not sure when to start changing expectations, not really even thinking about it yet, enjoying what's taken place so far this year. It's been an entertaining team to watch, and effort can be entertaining. I got this DM from Brett Boothman. He said, uh, I'll say it again because he said this a while back. He said uh, he was getting a Keenan's Kids vibe from this team. He said that way back in September before the season even started. And he said to me the other day, he sent this to me on on Tuesday. He said, I'll say it again. I'm getting a Keenan's kids feeling off this team for all the right reasons. He said, I'm loving their never-say-die style of play, and it's even better when they're not battling back from a 2-0 hole. Win or lose, they're fun to watch play. Now, they're a team that doesn't have a ton of high-end, spectacular 
lift your butt out of the seat talent. Like a guy that comes on the ice, you're like, oh my God, look, he's on the ice. You start freaking out because something spectacular could happen. They don't have that. But we do recognize in Philadelphia a team that plays hard, a team that plays honest. And the Flyers have definitely done that. They have definitely played hard. They have definitely played honest. Some guys have gotten benched, and they've responded to it. Everybody that has either had ice time taken away, ice time limited, scratched, whatever, I think has responded pretty well. It's going to be one of the fascinating stories of this entire season is how guys react to it when it's their turn to have something taken away, some ice time, some special teams. You know, maybe they're up in the press box for a game, like Rasmus Ristolainen was a couple of games ago. That's going to be one of the interesting storylines. Interesting storyline tonight. John Tortorella is going back to Columbus. He's not much for the storyline. He was there for six years. But that's part of the storyline. It would been more fun if they were going back tonight and Cam Atkinson was along for the ride where he played for so many years. That's not in the cards. But the Flyers have an opponent tonight in Columbus that's off to a horrific start to the season. They took care of business against a, a team bleeding badly in St. Louis on Tuesday. Can they do it again tonight in Columbus on the road? We'll see. We'll talk about it. We'll break it down in tomorrow's episode, and we'll get you ready for a very busy weekend of hockey. Three games in four days. Tonight in Columbus, no game Friday. Game Saturday against Ottawa, the return of Claude Giroux. The Dallas Stars come in Sunday. Goalie battle, hopefully it's Carter Hart versus Jake Ottinger. Two top goaltenders and top save percentages in the NHL. Tons of hockey on the way. Tons of intrigue, and we'll break it all down. Everybody, enjoy your Thursday. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll break it down tomorrow. So join us then on a brand new episode of Flyers Day. I'll keep your eyes.